0: this is hope fm
1: and i am so pleased to welcome back to the station carol from uh, help from bournemouth to ukraine and also his transport manager daniel hey guys how are you doing
0: uh yeah hello um yes good thank you
1: (laughs) i'm very glad to have you back both well daniel we've not met before hi daniel um hello you you guys have been on such a journey literally a journey um but the whole the whole organisation which started as a small thing collecting some some bits and pieces into a polish shop and has gone absolutely ballistic and now you've got a hangar and you've got the Argos warehouse could you so people are collecting things you collected loads of stuff and, and organized lorry after lorry and, and van after van to go out to ukraine and poland and, and deliver things but you guys have just been away and actually traveled with the the goods going out to ukraine and then been within ukraine and visited uh, different areas and seeing what's happening there you know sometimes it is so helpful not just to see the news but also to hear someone's experience from from that sort of journey Please, the floor is yours. Tell us what, what have you been experiencing.
0: All right, so um, I start with uh, maybe a few bits and pieces, and Daniel will continue. Um, first of all, um, thank you for having us for its time, isn't it? So, it um, is. yeah, yeah. Um, we've been talking a, lo- a lot about what, how we started it, and and of course since. Since that day, Daniel will tell the numbers how much stuff we already sent and what uh, what we've done. But I think we have um, covered all of these questions before. Um, Daniel will, will will give that numbers. But first of all, I would like to say a um, big thank you to the whole Castle Point team and our volunteers and, and supervisors, and everybody there who's been doing all of this amazing work while we've been with Daniel and Janusz in Ukraine so guys thanks everybody um this is amazing what you've done when we were away, and without you uh, i know it will fall and 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 this is a big respect from us um the second thing we would like to send a big uh, regards to our new ukrainian friends in ukraine i think we've met daniel how many people <laughs> tens of, of about 100 maybe uh people on the way to uh ukraine and um um, maybe Daniel can say first of all um, Daniel is managing the transport since the beginning and helping us and of course that was Daniel's shop when we have started everything the first shop so oh, Daniel if you okay. can tell about the numbers and, and well,
2: th- th- not the numbers we've <laughs> sent over 1600 pallets so far but yeah. I bet it's much much more much now more. but what I want to tell you about it's we, we can't stop they really need our help right now even more than on the beginning uh, the economy, for example where we've been in Harkov uh, the city doesn't work. there is no employment in a city shop doesn't work don't work the restaurants uh, well there no factories so the people they cannot get money, they cannot buy food they are getting the uh, food from eight which we are sending. Yeah. Uh, so we cannot stop guys we we need to keep, keep sending we, i want to thank you for all the donors for all the you know all the people who, mm, with a good heart who are sending a, a money sending a, a, a aid but please don't stop
0: anything anything uh, to all ladies and gentlemen and people around our organization but not only ours it's 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 everybody around that we are cooperating with every cities and towns and people, schools and uh, councils, um, Ferndown Council, BCP Council, Dorset, everybody here together, you know, when we went there we didn't realize how important it was when we started it. Now after this trip, um, it's it's the feeling that we we have inside us that Ukraine without West will fall. And we've seen burned cities, we've seen terrible events we do not want to say exact words of what we have seen we live in the middle of the day so uh but um yes uh, gordon you said very important thing it was different and it is different when you see it live uh, yourself you can watch news you can try to read the paper but it doesn't give you even one one point of 100 of what it feels like to be there and um one word i would like to say and trust me on it we're not fighting war; we're fighting against devil
1: okay i've got to say for me i saw the video that that you sent through to me um and I found that very powerful. I found it powerful because it was you in the video and I, I and I know you and we've chatted numbers of times now. Uh, and to see you in those situations did really bring it home for me. So I, I would encourage our listeners um, to pop onto our social media because the video is there that shows just some little clips. I, 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 I don't mind saying I, I was moved to tears by it and uh, I, I hope that other people will be moved because it's appropriate for us to have emotional reaction to some of the absolute devastation that's going on and we, we've got to help, we've got to, we've got to make a difference and that's why it's so important that you get to, to share the message of what you've been doing I, Daniel, you mentioned uh, more than 16,000 pallets and it's, it's, 1,600 it's so 1,600, I apologize yeah. that is the, that is the yeah. number I had in my head 1,600, and it's a huge number 1,600 pallets and um, I've got to say, that, that is an enormous amount I, I, I can't imagine, I'm, in my car I wouldn't fit a pallet so, so and, it's so a 33 pallet like,
2: on the on lorry So how many on a lorry? 33 pallets on a lorry, so it's about 50 lorries? Even
1: more. 50, 60 lorries. Enormous amounts of equipment that goes, and I know some of it goes out in vans as well. So, so do you know any idea how many trips have now been made out there with equipment?
2: Mm, I would need to have a look in the spreadsheet. spreadsheet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can say,
0: I can say. To be honest, Daniel is uh, we try to keep the records, but we were so busy. At one point, we've lost it. That you know, honestly, we didn't really, we didn't, we couldn't be even
2: even with the help of Ina. She's a Ukrainian. uh, who, who is helping us managing the transport. It's really difficult now. Uh,
0: what, what is important as well, you see, that we d- we have a transport for free. A lot of companies are helping us, like a half cost, you know, um, from here the trucks going to Poland, but most importantly, the Stena Line and Eurotunnel gave us free passage. So we don't need to pay for it. So really like we don't need to count the money for the passage. So that's why we don't have a tickets, you know, we just, we're well, sending the trucks and the funds and, and that was very helpful. But honestly, uh, Once again, I will need to repeat that Um, what we've done and what England done, because it's not only us as Southampton and so many different London hubs and North people. But um, honestly, each country I have an interview with Belgium uh, journalists before I went to the Ukraine and she asked us how did we did uh, how we did that kind of organization in, in that kind of level in so short time and i said just this, this is the faith we we had faith we had people around us who really helped and and everybody went on board and that's why we're helping and guys um this is true message uh we changing lives we've saving we're saving lives there's no doubt about it these people suffering a lot there and this is not what we've seen on tv only in the west of ukraine now we are sending most of the stuff to the east of ukraine because this is where people need it um with the guys that we've met they confirmed to us and that's the terrifying numbers i can tell you now uh, it's 12 and a half uh, million people uh, has already refugees and um five five and a half million went to um, to Poland and, and Eastern uh, sorry, Western countries in Europe. Some of, of course, refugees are already in England, but not as big numbers in, in Poland. But then there is 7 million refugees from eastern side of Ukraine going into the middle, the cities of Dnipro and other cities around middle Ukraine. So imagine 7 million people moved from the eastern side to the middle of Ukraine. These people left everything there and it's not only about mariupol uh, we've seen in our own eyes 160 um refugees from mariupol who have been saved and we've seen the the centers uh, refugee centers how bad it is daniel we've seen it in our own eyes
2: yeah you you basically you are speechless you you want to cry and uh, what else I want to say it's it's also because we are supporting also soldiers uh, with food obviously with uh, blankets with the sleeping bags and I spoke with one of them and he said Daniel if you would ask me five days ago what I would need I would say nothing I have everything but it's not a, you know it's not a camp it's a war uh, there was shelling like uh, two days ago they destroy everything so today we were sleeping on the benches we need the blankets we need the sleeping bags we need the sleeping Mats again, mats again. so it's not like you're buying stuff and you have it for you know for till the end of the war. They, they they need it all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense.
0: And um, of course, and the food. Um this is this is what they said carol the soldiers um hmm. the soldiers can fight hungry but yeah. uh, sorry the soldiers can fight um without the food and uh with the weapon but the refugees cannot stay hungry they the f- people suffering so the food imagine that they're bombarding uh we have a videos on the private telegram groups we can see we cannot share it on facebook but we can see the message is powerful from from us uh, you cannot see everything on media there is no way the TV will show the true from there how it is exactly but they they destroying everything they going within one target destroy Ukraine it's it's not the Donbass area, they're looking for. Mass they, destruction. They, mass destruction, they're doing. The, the more that they're moving forward, the more destructions they will do. And they, they, they're taking people, Ukrainian people back in the um, middle of Russia. Get, it's, it's just, ma- it's nightmare, it's, it's tragedy. It, it, you cannot even describe how bad it is mm-hmm. when you're there and you listen to the stories. Um, just a quick one, uh, Gordon, before you ask another question. There yeah. was uh-huh. a one lady. Even two ladies, when we went to Kharkiv, a war zone, and they were living there under the shelves. You know, you can hear the noises of artillery and soldiers and everything is smashed to the pieces. The buildings are are, are turned to the ashes and they burned. You can smell the the burning buildings and everything it's just it's like you've been inside of the uh, uh, like a movie from Hollywood you know like this all the catastrophic movies like you were there and you felt it and this lady said it's not it's not artillery don't worry it's discotheque, you know it's like what it's like yeah, well, yeah they get used to it they don't want to leave this is their home and there was one one guy Daniel I don't know if you remember who the who the one who who were walking with his dog in the middle of the war zone, and we've mm-hmm. stopped with the soldier. And then what yeah. he said, I don't Would you, would you, would you, we said, come on, jump in, we will take you from here with the soldiers. You know, we all had the bulletproof vests, helmets, and, and he said, no, 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 you come to my house and play chess with me because I ah, feel yeah. alone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you cope with this? It's, we said, it's, guys, it's so surrealistic. So uh, yeah. For example, Kharkiv, yeah? Kharkiv. You are, we are driving in the car and you can see the Children playing because it was a 1.5 million uh, uh, city. Uh, after the well, after the war started, uh, it was a shelling from a very first day. Uh, about 300, I think, left uh, still uh, still, uh, still living in the city. But it's it's surrealistic. You are driving through the uh, city, you can see the children playing on the playground, you, you can see the parks, normal buildings, and then you are getting to the zone where the uh, Russian artillery uh, getting the range. So, and you've got uh, two vans standing and with a uh, uh, writing on it that yeah. th- that's uh, shelling zone starting, and everything, when you're passing these vans, everything is destroyed. Yeah. It's like.
0: You, you can't believe it, you know, honestly, when you're driving, and, and then this, this guy said to us from now on, you can be heated. You know, we can, you know, it, 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 I cannot guarantee that we're not going to be hit. So if you want to go straight, where are we going? If you want to jump out, this is your turn. You can
2: see probably the, the, uh, on the social media link, uh, on, on your social media, on our um, yeah. uh, Help from Bormov to Ukraine uh, Facebook page, you, you can see this video. And on this video, there are two ladies, actually, uh, which are living uh, in Kharkiv, uh, in the shelling zone, in the, in the artillery zone. And uh, do you know why they stay there? We asked them why they stay why they didn't move. They said because they have a 200 homeless cats and someone has to care about it.
0: Wow. So um, yeah the story i we could sit here um with you guys i know we don't have a timeline for this but we could sit here for for two hours and and tell you we could write the book we could make a documentary what we what we have seen what we've especially with all the stories from these people of what they do with with families with children and stuff like that i don't want to say anything about it but trust me uh it is it is nightmare and it is a devil um against the humanity now it's not it's not russia anymore for me i've changed my mind
1: yeah you feel it you feel it's something much bigger than just a nation operation here so um, in the middle of seeing those horrible things um daniel and and carol are there some stories that you've got that maybe of the things that have been received by the people out there that have been given as gifts from bournemouth um have made a difference can you describe some of the the, the situations and reaction that they get
0: well you could see on our facebook page as daniel mentioned already the videos from ukrainian people uh, thanking to organization especially of course by to our organization but they thank to british people because they said and daniel you can agree with me they said britain and poland are most biggest friends
2: That's and what exactly they said. They, well. they, they've got the most support they received from uh, UK and from Poland.
0: Okay. And uh, one of the guys, soldiers, and, and the, we, we've been in Zaporozhe at that time, I think, with Janusz. Uh, Janusz, he uh, works uh, with uh, Star Life there. And uh, Janusz said one very important thing. Janusz's friend uh, from Star Life said, uh, you know why we are so strong and we can go forward? It's because we can feel a friend's hand on our shoulder and uk and poland are our friends that's what they told us because the amount of humanitarian aid because the radios we're sending them we're trying to help the frontline soldiers as well with the as daniel mentioned with their sleeping ba- radios communication we, we delivered the drones not offensive drones, they just to to scout the area if they so they, they can be saved. The drones were from Mark from United States. We delivered them there with the thermal vision and we helping even at the front. And this is how proud we are, what we're doing, and that's why we are still going. We want to do it. Not only for the refugees, but at at this moment, we are completely changing our tactics from helping Western Ukraine and Polish refugee centers. We are switching our because we've got now logistics thanks to our new friends from Dnipro, Sergei's and uh, and uh, Vladimir Vovo. Andrei, there's plenty of people we've met, and now we have contacts together, so we can send our aid straight to the eastern Ukraine, and that's fantastic. We we can now we we absolutely have logistic from Bormov. You can can you imagine one important thing? Our organization posters are in like five th- major cities in western eastern Ukraine, and uh, Daniel, you remember we went to one of these. Um, um, um the refugee centers we've seen there our toys bears from carolina from which we can share the bear. we've seen our clothes from england pumpers and everything and they said all of this here is from your organization that was dnipro so it's two is it two thousand miles, daniel away from here yeah, I about think so. that yeah I think so. so you see uh, it's, it's absolutely amazing you, you feel proud but honestly I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to do it we, we prefer not to do it but we're doing it seeing what we have so we, we went there with Daniel just to make sure that what is needed there to, to, to ask questions to, to, to get information how we can better help how, what is most important and at one point we regret that we went um, that's how I felt I think everybody felt this at one point you regretting you have seen it because, because now we simply cannot run from there we need to stay yeah. and we need to fight
1: I, 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 I can imagine a little bit of how you feel and I'm sure our listeners as well are thinking gosh uh, I'm, for you it's going to be a life changing experience but for those people who can't escape it it's it's so much bigger than that as well it's an it's an ongoing thing they can't they can't come home to the UK and and have some normality because they basically in many cases have almost nothing exactly um, gordon one thing
0: sorry i just this is from the bottom of our heart what we want to say here with daniel please do not believe to all the listeners please do not believe the stories about russian saying what they that they defending their country they honestly it's a, it's a real evil attacking normal nation this is free nation they they respect the they they their community they respect the flag the country they are like polish people like germans like Br- they are the same there's nothing that russia Uh, have to fight for it's like it's 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 complete propaganda there and they're selling this propaganda to everybody even daniel we've met the guy in Kyiv when we went there and daniel has almost blow up with the guy honestly he 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 made us so angry because he said he hoped like putin will take the Kyiv for something like that it's just still people there are people believing looking at it what's what's going on they still believing in this propaganda but this, the Ukrainians I I knew few of them now we, we know about hundreds and even more we've seen these people deserve freedom and this is there is no question about it they
2: are no Nazis they, they, they just want freedom they want to decide what they can where this country will be going to they, they don't want to join Russia with their stupid union they want European Union they want uh, going, exactly. they, they want a the West
0: and I think this is they why democracy, Russia
2: they want democracy that, you know
0: that's why Russia is trying to stop them because Russia if the Ukraine will go that they had too much of you know business in Ukraine they tried to corruption stuff and took the politician to the side of the Russia you know gas structures and now we can see what happens you know between Germany and Russia you know with the gas pipes and all of that stuff now everything that they've built is, is crushed you know so this is that Russia will not leave Ukraine alone they want Ukraine for themselves and one important thing they not they're not smashing Ukraine they want to smash everything and build new russia this is the plan the real plan that i don't know even if media are saying this but this is what we've heard from soldiers from people from civilians they smashing everything and they will destroy ukraine to build new russia and that's the plan
1: okay well you know you've. You've painted a picture uh, of a very desperate situation. But in the middle of that, we want to try and bring some hope and bring some change. And that's what your organisation has been doing. In fact, I, I, you refer to yourselves as Army of Hope yep. um, with the amazing <laughs> um, things that you've done to bring change there. Uh, so people are listening at home right now, what are the things um, that you feel they can do? How can they practically right now, what can they take to Castle Point? What are the needs? I
2: well um, food the mo- uh, mostly yeah. food uh, but also sleeping blankets sleeping mats uh, medicines medicines yeah
0: i think the food ev- ev- everywhere we went every- everywhere we just look at um, they were struggling with the food yeah. because nothing is working there for for these people you can't imagine that if we when we brought like a van of food or we went to the shop and we make a shopping together you know we bought like few bags of food we went there they just oh my god i was i cannot describe what happened they were like fighting almost for that bags that is how bad it is there and it's not only one point there's hundreds and thousands of these places where people struggling with food they are hungry The ukrainians helping as much as they can west which i can have to, i have to say west is helping ukraine now they are stronger and only that's that's why they still coping because western countries in european union great britain poland of course at the top but they're helping so now they have help and they but if you if all the listeners if you would like to help ukraine even one one little pallet of baked beans whatever you know it changed reality for few families it means, it might means nothing to you, to us, like spend £20 for the food or 50 whatever, it like, it wants some time, but for these families there, it means a lot.
1: Yeah, I think that's one of the things, in fact, I'm just going to make a point here, because I know that some people might be listening and going, you know, it's one thing helping refugees, but I'm not sure, should I, should I help feed, clothe, should I help give sleeping bags to soldiers? Because maybe that, for some of them, they might feel that's crossing an ethical line possibly that they might have because they're not quite sure about it and i think the, the clear thing in my heart is that we need to do everything we can um to bring god's love into the situation in ukraine yeah. and so if, if you're in a situation where you're listening and you're going i would like to help but i don't think i'd like to do xyz whatever it might be you know what? go and buy some children's medicines go and buy some some nappies go and buy some food for kids, go and buy some teddy bears and some toys, because all those things are still needed. Um, But other people, buying a sleeping bag, buying something like that, which can actually help just to give someone some shelter overnight, who's probably may very well, six months ago, have had a normal office job and now is, is in an army that they never want to be part of, but they're defending their own country. I'm sure people can understand that if that situation was our country, many of us would be stopping our normal jobs That's to right. try and defend our country. So, um, so you know, I, I've, everyone needs to make up their own mind about what they can do, but I think everyone should try and do something. And um, certainly we should be, uh, I believe for, for us as Christians, should be praying as well as maybe writing uh, to, to people in power. But here within the Dorset area, we have got such an opportunity to be able to give into to such an amazing organisation that you've done so well to build it from nothing, just an idea posted on a Facebook group, to something that is massively changing lives. I can't tell you how amazing it is uh, that, you guys have managed to organise and all your volunteers, um, something that has made so much significant difference. Uh, And I'm grateful for the fact that you've gone out there and reported back to us on on what it's like. It's obvious from listening to you that it's really impacted the the whole of your thinking. Um, I think it sounds like it was harder to do than maybe you'd anticipated. But, but I'm grateful that you've done that. And I just want to encourage to listeners to, to, to get to you can go onto the Hope FM website, get onto our social. You'll be able to see the link there on how you can help Ukraine, which will take you through uh, to, to the pages there with regards to help from Bournemouth to Ukraine, because there is such a need. And I don't believe it's right for us to ignore it because exactly. we have an opportunity Ignoring. to make a difference. Just to, so, just,
0: just to one thing, uh, message from Ukrainian soldiers and, and their frontline people. They would like to express big thank you to the West for uh, securing the families. Um, for, because they can fight, because their families are safe. Um, and this is important from, from them.
1: Well, um, thank you for passing that on. Because I know if it was me fighting, I would be very grateful for anybody. That was helping my family, uh, and for people who maybe have um, offered to take refugees as well, I just want to say, well done, if you 've got a room and you 're thinking maybe I can make a difference there, Pop on the web because indeed there are opportunities uh, where you can house refugees for i think it 's a minimum of six months, but you know you, this war might go on much longer. Um, But there's an opportunity to bring some light, uh, some hope and some love to people who are in a situation that is absolutely desperate. Uh, Karen and Daniel, we we hope we'll hear more updates from you in due course. I wish we didn't have to. I wish the whole thing would finish. But realistically speaking, as you say, this is something that's going to potentially be ongoing for some time. And your organization has got a great opportunity to carry on making such a difference. really appreciate you. Thank you, guys.
0: And we promise to everybody, yeah, with Daniel, that we do what we can do. And uh, honestly, we're making difference for thousands of people there. And on our Facebook page, you can see the difference which has been made. And there is much more we can do because we've got everything what it's needed, with, including logistics. All we need now is all hands on board, giving us donations. And you can see where this donations going. So please trust us. What we do here is to really help these people in need.
1: Well, thank you very much, Carola and Daniel. God bless you. Thank you. I look you. forward to hearing from you in the future. OK, right. thank you. Take care, Gordon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: This is Hope FM.